space where all the stars shine. Some hold greatness close, keeping out the cold, while others act as a lighthouse, telling stories untold. This is our responsibility as beings of all kinds, to search, to embrace, ride the waves and find all of our stars. This is Star Trek Base. With Joshua as Lieutenant Canton, Kevin, Lieutenant Commander Kelvec, and Tracy as Captain V-Girl. With the party separated, they try to come up with a new plan and learn a new surprise about the coalition. We left off with acting Captain Kelvec bringing in the shuttle and noticing that there was no one inside. And I am on the probe. You're on the you're on the the buoy. And I forget who's with me. Gran and Vet. Right. Yes. Yeah, so actually, that's where we'll start. I hope. I hope Vet's good at engineering. He can. He he knows what the words say on the thing. <laughs> that's helpful. Wait. So where am I now? You are acting captain on the Talona Two. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, we had ended that's last time. Real poorly. You know, with you guys going to the aft shuttle bay after tracker beaming in the shuttle and there being no one inside. So then we'll cut back to what happens inside the buoy, not probe. As a side note, I had no idea how to spell buoy. When I tried, it was all wrong. <laughs> okay, it, spell check could not you know, help me. Spell check cannot help you. You're, that's bad. <laughs> yes. Also, um, just to remind you guys, the bomb is a modified torpedo that has a magnetic pulse clamp. A dual quantum manifold coil, a temporal manifold switch to remote activate, or you can activate it by shooting. It has a neutrinium energy matrix, and has a heart decal applied by Kelvec. Heart decal? But it does not have a positronic gradient thruster. Or a cappuccino maker. (laughs) I don't remember this at all. Or a cappuccino maker. I wouldn't say something so ludicrous. (laughs) That's what you said. I just listened to it like an hour ago. (laughs) It, It is recorded. Okay, so... And and forever on the internet. Yes, it actually is on the internet. And <laughs> tens of people have downloaded it to other internets. So, you're now known as the guy that rips his shirt off and puts hard, hard decals on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, there's another guy. Um, I Actually, I should tell you, we got a message recently. Someone was starting to listen to the Star Trek podcast, and they were enjoying... Sleeping Canton and the overpowered shirt ripping Vulcan. <laughs> yeah, they, so I, I, I'm happy with what we're doing. Okay. So to clarify, you're in the buoy. This is, we are on this small buoy. Remember, it's like the size of two shuttlecrafts or something that you guys are inside. You had jettisoned your own shuttlecraft out, so you're in your spacesuits inside of the buoy. Uh, the EMP device, like you said, you guys feel it, brum, brum, tracked, and you know the camera shifts a little bit, and you guys act in the opposite way, so it looks like it's shaking. 
Yeah. And it, just everybody has a handhold for safety's sake, not so that they can help themselves shake. And no seatbelts. There's no seatbelts at all. There is like, it does look like, not f- for players, not for characters. It looks like, you know, the little walkways on board ships, but not with all the green stuff. Okay. It looks like a catwalk with metal stuff. It looks very run down, like all their ships do. But yeah. Okay. See, I was picturing Cardassian stuff. Uh, I would say this is more, I see, always see Cardassian stuff as more of a tan color. I guess just from the outside of ships, this is more just like dark and rusty. Okay. Also, this was this is more. In, there's no atmosphere in here. It's pressurized, but that's why you're in the spacesuits. Whatever. Anyway, you're being pulled into the drone. Again, your plan is to set up the EMP, and once it was inside, it would detonate and disable the drone. That plan kind of has to change since you're with it. Or does it? I'm assuming. Give me. I mean. That's why, Vigro, give me a experience, tactical, scholarship, some kind of role about how you would handle this turn of events. Probably experience, because my, yeah, experience. Because <laughs> I have the most of that. Yeah. Okay, give me that. Experience would just be your rank? So, like, four? Yes. Yeah. Or five. So, six total. No. No, he's got five. He's got five, yeah. Yes. I think you have three. Yeah. Canton has two. Slacker. Ensign gets zero. No, Kelvick, you have four. No? What? Yeah, you have four because the commander has... You know, I should know. It's my system. You should. No, I think you have three because huh. the commander has four. Yeah, Lieutenant commander. Yeah. yeah, Lieutenant commander has three. So Lieutenant JG... Cadets would have zero, right? Yes. Okay, that's what it is. An ensign doesn't get anything. Neither does a cadet. But an ensign still has rank on a cadet. Oh. That's what it is. Okay. Sweet. We got that figured out. They have rank but no experience. Yes. Okay. And a cadet has nothing. It's like having rank on your little brother, though. Yeah. It's pretty... It's it's nothing, really. Mechanically, you get that free bonus whenever you guys argue in front of people. But that's about it. Okay, so anyway, you got a six? Yep. Okay. You know that you... Oh, that's, that's pretty much everything. Okay, yeah. You know that you can't be close to this device when it goes off. There is a small explosive component of it. It's it's not like a nuke or anything, but you can't be like... You know that this would destroy this buoy that it's in. Gotcha. Um, so there, there's a small, when I say small explosive, I mean that in relative to a ship, right? Like compared to a human that it's a, it's an explosion. I also, you know, so you'll have to get out of the buoy or something. You also know that everybody should shut down all the electrical stuff there. All the electrical stuff you have with your suits included, you can restart them. You do know if you do that, you can Cut things off, turn them back on, and be back in communications with the Talona too. I want to give you a boost with that because after it goes off, for you to have knowledge on, you know, how well it have affected the ship. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? Hmm. Uh, just you know, EMP. Actually, this makes sense because you guys did the similar thing in pirate pirating pirates, and which you guys don't know the name of that. That's the one where you 
had a tug and you fought a Klanon. Yeah. I remember our tug. D7. So that's what you, you, you know, all those things. And also you have a boost that you can use later on. What do you want to do? I'm, I'm wondering what would happen if we opened a, opened a hatch and pushed our device out of the buoy. For the experience of six, depends on what's outside the buoy. Depends on what's inside of the d- drone. Right. Because I'm, I'm wondering if we could push it out of the buoy and then the drone does its thing with the buoy and then spits the buoy back out and then the thing goes off. Hmm. So you want to, let's see. Either, either that or just push it outside of the buoy, close the door, and hope the buoy protects us from it going off. Okay, for a six, you can, you got to see the outside of this buoy and the inside, even though it is meant to kind of blow up if it's attacked, the EMP will most likely disable it, you think, for a six. And it should disable everything else. And just the the heart, like, the structure of the buoy should protect you from what small explosive thing there is. Okay, and that's what I want to do. Do so you just want to push it out? Okay. I want to push it out, close it, and set it to go off and close the door before that happens. Okay. Oh, man, I wish it did have some positronic gradient thruster then. <laughs> okay, so you tell them, you know... Well, I'm assuming there's probably no gravity inside the drone because it would have no need for artificial gravity. That's funny. It's just going... You would think that, but you do notice that once you get inside, there is gravity. <laughs> but that is weird. I should have told you before. You do notice that gravity is active in the drone. Okay. Do you still want to push it out? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm not going to make you guys roll for that. There's three of you. Um, Once you feel the tractor beam stop, you open it up. Give me a notice check. Ah. Oh, crap. Oh, my my notice is only a two, so minus one, whatever. Yeah, so two. Okay. Okay, so you got a two. For two, you notice that you open it up and Mm -hmm. actually atmosphere comes in. But you guys push out the probe, not the probe, but the t- torpedo. It slides down a ramp that, you know, just happens to be on the outside because Star Trek. And then, you know, you close it up. Are you going to activate it? Yes. Okay. But you, when you guys hit the button, it rocks a little bit. You do the thing again. And everything goes dark. Since you got the six before, you guys, you know, you shut down all of your electrical stuff. Doom. You're going to turn back on your suits and things. Um, things are still dark. What are you going to do? Well, we're stuck inside a buoy inside a hopefully disabled drone. The drone's not going to release anything on its own, so I'm going to try to now manually open the door. Okay. You guys can push it open. Um, you open it up. You see what looks like a small bay. You know, where it, you know, it took you up into and you're on the ground. There's some stuff to the side. It looks kind of not lived in, but there's there's some other probes and some other loose material in this small. In this shuttle bay, it's not really a shuttle bay. It's just kind of maybe the size of two two Enterprise D bridges. It's a weird metric, but okay. it's the best I can think of. Well, I am going to exit cautiously. Because I am, I'm sitting here going, why is there an atmosphere? Okay. Um, she, Gran, is going to be behind you. And she's going to 
Doom, doom, doom. They have tricorders, right? Is it called a tricorder? Yeah. Okay. I know the one that Spock uses that he sometimes holds upside down. Yeah, yeah, those were tricorders too. Okay. Uh, she is going to hold it towards you and show you the atmosphere content is similar to things that you've had on planets here as well. You know, it's it's M-class atmosphere. Is she reading any life forms? She is. There is one, two, three. And there's a Tellarite, a Ghostal, <laughs> a... I'm glad I remember what she was. A... Yeah, I'm impressed. Um, Plaktor, and then another Plaktor. Do we have a... And then we'll we'll go back to the other guys. <laughs> okay. Acting Captain Kelvec. Yes. You're down at the aft shuttle bay with an empty shuttle. What are you going to do? Scan the shuttle. Nothing inside. They were there before, but they, the, the torpedo's gone. Torpedo's gone. No heart decal. Who's with me? Um, who, I guess Canton was down there. And probably uh, probably um, Ralphie for science reasons. And Tethelis was probably left on the bridge. Got that madman on the bridge. <laughs> so, we can't take the ship in to where we sent the shuttle, right? You're assuming that if you go in there and it's not disabled, they'll detect you and then put a call out and then just... Right. Bleh, exp- right, yeah. right, right. Um, okay. you were You were... You were expecting that they would come back with the shuttle. Right. And you're in the nebula, so you can't really communicate out unless you go out. Okay. We are only left to assume that they have no means of getting back here. So clearly, logically, we must mount a rescue mission. Well, what are the odds that they're actually alive? I mean, are there any suits missing from the shuttle? Any escape pods? Which, actually... Our shuttles don't have those yet, so... Yeah. No, all three suits are missing. Well, there's four in there, but there's... Three of the suits are missing, so you guys know that... So probably you can put together... Suit, they yeah. took it... Yes. They got their suits to get into the buoy, and they didn't come back. Uh, you know that your teleporters aren't working, and long-range stuff doesn't work. Okay. But they did fix the warp stuff. Wonderful. Time for the Picard maneuver. Or what are you going to do? Mount a rescue party. Okay. Do we have another shuttle? Let's see. Or do we have more suits? Yeah. Or do we have more suits? You can always you can get more suits. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not a problem on a starship. Okay. I know uh, Onal took a shuttle back. You lost at least one shuttle during the fight with the Coalition. So you, you could have like two. Yeah, you could have more than one shuttle still. Okay. Well, we don't want to burn both of these shuttles so we'll just take another one so perhaps lieutenant canton canton um and who else is down there with me uh just uh, ralphie ralphie yes so she was expecting me to right. do science stuff canton and ralphie let's go that actually makes the most sense we don't want ralphie to drive <laughs> and i can't drive Who's gonna pilot? I will. Oh, really? It should be okay. Why wouldn't you want Ralphie to drive? Uh, let, <laughs> let's not get into that. <laughs> Suffice to say, really? Wow. We get on. She likes you. Yeah. So you got you tell to. I'm assuming you tell to tell us. You know, we're going back in with a shuttle. Tell us. 
You have the con. Yes, sir, he says. Or you have the branch yet. You guys can get some spacesuits out of the other one. Oh, God, I have no pilot skill. It's okay. Unless something... Unless you need to do something drastic, you're not going to roll it. Okay. <laughs> you can't even you can't you can't even say that without smiling, can you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless something's co- you're just going to slowly pilot out of a nebula, and then you know just approach a, a big drone ship, and you're fine. Nothing's going to happen. Do we have any pilots on the left on the ship? No. Oh, you totally have pilots. Oh, well, we have the one that's driving the actual ship. What could possibly happen in space? Grand, uh, uh, Grand is have one there. Yeah, <laughs> you you have you can call in a red shirt pilot. All right, red shirt, let's go. What is uh, what is red shirt pilot's name? <laughs> Don't name it. Don't, there's no reason to get attached. <laughs> Azure Shirte? No. <laughs> Lieutenant Fodder. Oh God. <laughs> Lieutenant Fodder. We're going down fast. <laughs> okay, Lieutenant Fodder is night shift pilot, so he's good. You guys are fine. <laughs> he is, yeah, he's in operations, so he's actually a, a white collar. All right. <laughs> yes. What's, what species is he? Oh, God, you're, gonna, you're, you're just rolling up the ethos, <laughs> pathos on this, aren't you? Is he just human, or is he Andorian, or... Yeah, human. Oh, just just, just let him be human. Okay. Sure. He's not black, though. We're not going to kill the black guy. Okay. Please don't kill the black guy. He's some. He's somebody's cousin that Aww. was, like, the producer's cousin that's going to be there. He didn't have any lines. <laughs> no, he's... No, yeah, he's a black guy. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> That's horrible. Okay. So, Lieutenant Fodder, he, he's not part of the acting guild, so he can't actually speak. So, he's just going to nod when you tell him to pilot. And he's going to get in. You're going to go. And the cameraman's going to try to make sure we never really see much of his face. Okay. So, you guys are going to pilot in. All right, um, you guys, you fly out. Um, he's going to fly out of the nebula towards where the drone is. You guys are going to come out of the nebula. I'm assuming you do you just fly towards it? Absolutely. Or do you have a plan of action? No. Headlong into the, uh, into the breach. Nice. You fly right into the breach. You go through, and you see... Well, ideally, we'd like to be, like, scanning. Yes. Uh, you can... When you're in the nebula, you're not scanning that well. Actually, ah, ex- oh, you brought Ralphie. Dang it. Yes. She's going to be scanning. Legendary. <laughs> okay, so with the plus nine, you can, okay, bef- you know that you can get to the edge of the nebula and she can scan with, she's just super awesome, whatever. Yes. She is. I'm glad that that rolled like that. Not really. Anyway, so you can tell that you can scan without being detected. Scanning like a boss. You're in the nebula. She's so good. She's calculated and redistributed for frequency, blah, blah, blah. You see a slowly rotating uh, drone. Oh, no. So, so you see a drone, and so unlike most ships that are all oriented the same way, this one is kind of sideways. Yeah, it's breaking all the Star Trek laws. It is not just the same plane as you guys. It's kind of rotating to the side. And we'll pause there. We'll go back inside. 
to Vigril. Okay. From her scans, can we tell where the other Fluctor is at in relation to where we are? Kind of towards what you would guess is the bridge part. And you can tell that all the systems are down. Okay. Like, you're used to, at this point, you spent weeks on a coalition vessel. You don't hear any of that background humming and tinking noise or anything else. Like, well, actually, you can't tell that much through the suit. Mm. But you can tell that this, there's no vibration, like, from an engine going. But it's closer. It, and the drone is, like I said, like a, I guess, I think I said before, like the size of a Defiant or something. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's not that far away. Okay, I'm going to pull out my Type 1 phaser, which I assume is standard away to gear. Type 1 phaser, yes. And the others probably have one, too. And uh, Grand does. I don't think that you... We still don't trust Vet that much. <laughs> did you give... I don't know. He's been with you for a while, but okay. he didn't ask for a phaser, so it's okay. Yeah. He's, he's still technically... He's not Starfleet personnel, so it's not protocol to give him one no okay yeah he's gonna look um he's gonna look at her readings for the atmosphere and he's gonna take off his helmet and you see his ears pop out and he's gonna kind of massage him for a minute because <laughs> you can tell they're not very comfortable inside of these right these helmets and he's gonna breathe in and give you guys the thumbs up okay i'll take off my helmet wait 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 wait, wait. okay Oh, no, everything's down. Never mind. Okay. I'll take off my helmet. <laughs> you guys suffocate to death. <laughs> no. Um, okay. Now that's, now that's when you hear, like, no sounds whatsoever. There's no engine. There's nothing. See, that's that's why I hesitated is sounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> so if something happens, you guys are screwed. You guys didn't plan ahead. No one did. Okay. <laughs> There's always fate points, though. So what do you do, Captain Vigril? We're going to slowly make our way toward the bridge of this thing. Okay. Um, you guys make your way towards it. You're going to start hearing some banging metal on metal. And you're going to hear some yelling. And you'll see Vet like, kind of put his hand up to stop you guys. And he's going to listen. And he's going to say, he's going to tell you guys, I'm assuming you, you cut back on your electronics again, so you have your little translator. Yeah. Right, he's he's going to say, they're saying, what do I do? Very loudly, over and over. They seem distressed. Okay, that's good. Let, but it's definitely Plaktor. Let us subdue this person and... They might have some useful information, and then we can get this thing up and running the way we want to. Okay. I thought these were unmanned drones. Dun, dun, dun. You say that to him? Yeah. I I thought so as well. We've, we've never captured one, like I said before. I just... That's what we've always been told. There's a re... Out of game, I'll tell you way later. But anyway... Okay. As you guys make your way towards it, you hear banging. You guys come around a corner and he's got his back to you. He's down a hallway. And he just looks like a regular Plactor. He's got the ears. But he's got like a flight suit on. But even through that, you can tell he's just kind of emaciated and frail. And when he's banging on the things, it's not really hard. And he's just like, 
what uh what do I do now? What do I do now? What do I do now? Just over and over. Like in that kind of tone. Oh wow. This is just hitting me what's going on with this guy. Yep. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Vet act like you're um with a coalition officer and talk to him. Oh, I'm going to do a performance role with him. I said, I'll try. Man. <laughs> Why can't I roll this good against you guys? So that's a five. Man, you're just rolling awesome. Tonight. I know. So he's going to tighten up his suit a little bit. He's going to work his ears. Work the hair in his ears a little bit. And he's going to step forward and... He's going to say some things you don't understand at first, but the universal translator will come through. And it basically translates to, you know, well, the, the, his tone is much sharper and direct. He's, he's going to say, Cadet, what are you doing? Get back in line. What are you doing here? And the guy just like kind of turns around and just looks at him. Uh, and for a five, he doesn't fail. Like, he's actually really good. You can act, yeah. You can see that he just kind of looks at Vet, and then he looks up in the air, and he's just kind of confused. Like he, he <laughs> Vet is very convincing, but this this guy is. It just seems to confuse him, and then he just goes back to the wall and looks back up. What do I do now? What do, what do I do now? And with for the five and stuff, you can see he's just he's looking up at one of the speakers up in the corner. Hmm. And that's just, do we have a hypo spray? <laughs> Star Trek's answer to everything. Yeah, so that, that's our group's answer to everything. <laughs> <laughs> a hypo spray and a Vulcan. Can we drug somebody? <laughs> can we drug them? <laughs> well, I mean, I could. Yeah. Got my finger. I could stun him, but I thought it'd be a little. Uh, Grant, Grant will say there was there was one in the shuttle, but I don't. We've got some engineering tools in our phasers. We could we could just stun it. She's whispering. We we could just stun him. And Yvette's gonna look at you and just be like, "Well, he doesn't have this human universal thing. He's gonna the whatever his equivalent is shrugging at you." And he'll come back and say, "I've I've never seen something like this. This is." He's not really wearing a uniform of the coalition. It looks more just. It looks like he's just gone. My guess would be that he's a civilian that has been severely brainwashed, mind controlled by the coalition. That makes sense. Maybe, maybe, maybe they put someone on these ships to do maintenance. I would. That's what I would guess. It, it seems like he's looking for orders. I mean, but I think in his present state, he would be very unpredictable. And I think it would be best to subdue him. Grand looks at you and brings up her phaser. I nod. <laughs> okay. You guys go, pew. You don't have to roll. So, pew. And you guys, you know, phaser him. And he's like, just crumples. Like, he doesn't even, there's no resistance whatsoever. Crumples down to the ground. We'll cut back to acting captain 
Well, actually, you're now acting captain of the shuttle. And this is Shuttle Urban. I think that's one Urban. of the shuttles we had before. Urban? It, yeah, it was named after Pope Urban. Remember you named oh, it? Oh, yeah. Good old Urban. <laughs> you guys, she's doing some scans. She can tell you that ship is completely disabled. I've got four life signs on board. Two of them Ploctor, a Tellarite, and a Ghostal. She is dead in the water. And this is a whole new ship, right? This isn't the, uh, the buoy. That's not the buoy that was out there. This okay. is one of those drone ships. That's like the size of a okay. Defiant or something. <laughs> for player characters, right, right. not characters. Have they detected us? They All their systems are off. They can't. If they have a window, maybe. Okay. So we can logically surmise that the EMP has gone off? That's Yeah, that's what I would think. Sir, she says. Can you... We've detected life signs. They are our missing crewmates. Plus one Ploctor. Plus one Ploctor. Okay. Can you get a lock on them? Yeah. Do our transporters work? What did she get? She got like a nine, didn't she? Yeah. She was crushed. Yeah, she's got it. Yeah, she's... That'll use up a boost, whatever. Doesn't matter. Okay. Well, uh... Beam them over. Yes, sir. All four of them? Uh... Hmm. Do I have reason not to beam the fourth person? Beam the new Ploctor over. She's waiting with her finger in the air. I... W- it may be someone they're rescued. It may be someone that's hostile. But if it's just one plot tour, you could probably handle it. True. But perhaps we should message them. Can you hail them? Can we raise them on their communicators? Yes, sir. Um, she cancels out that one. Vigril, you'll get a message on your flip phone. Uh, patch through... Uh, commander, she says to you, Kelvec. Captain, this is Kelvec. What is your status? Commander, um, we have things under control here. We've... The ship's out of, without power, so you know, eventually we require your assistance getting off, but we've got... We took care of the ship, and we there's a flock tour here that we have subdued, and we'll need to take back to the ship for some some sort of treatment. Um, I don't know if there's anything we can do to help him, her. I don't know. To her. Her? Okay. I, I don't know if we have the... You know, I don't know if we'll be able to help her from what we've seen previously, but she will at least need some sort of care. And then we can get... We were taking this to get navigational information. I don't know. <laughs> Were you able to obtain uh, information that would lead us to the central hub for their communications and the creature responsible for whatever has apparently happened to this plot door as well as others? Well, right now we'd have to get some power back to their computer system or remove the appropriate components and take them back to our ship. You know it's going to be out for a little while, Vigral, because you got really good. Okay. You guys have 30 minutes, maybe, before systems start booting up, you would guess. Well, shall we beam you aboard, Captain? Actually, um, 
if we get someone to beam over here with some power cells that we could power up their computer and start removing inf- the information we need. Ralphie looks at you, Kelvec, and says, I, I can do that. Uh, onward. Yes, sir. She's going to and go to the pad. Kelvec, right. you want to do it? Yes. No, it's the slide thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll come over. She's going to be carrying a briefcase with some power cells. She's going to look at the uh, the other lady. By then, like, Gran and them are over there checking pulses and things, and she's, like, she's fine. She's just very weak. Um, she's going to say, uh, I guess their computer cores somewhere near engines, or actually, I can. she's going to start scanning. So what do you, what are you wanting her to look for? Um, just the main information hub. Oh, um, basically navigational information. So basically we're looking for this, this main hub that we're trying to knock out. Okay. She's going to plug things in, start working. Also, if there's any information on the control devices or the sounds that they're emitting. So if we can have countermeasures or how they protect themselves from the effects? Uh, I don't think so far, I don't think you've seen anybody protecting themselves besides that planet you were on where they just didn't have speakers. Right. Um, she's She plugs it in. She says, I can just give power to this part. Uh, Vet's, uh, yeah, Vet's going to help her with the crypto, the the cryptology or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, this is going to translate, and he's he's basically telling her what all this means. And she's uh, reporting, you know, systems are down. It looks like it's a pretty simple system. Once it boots up, it looks like it has a simple program that if it is no longer connected through QCOMs, that it will reroute back to the reroute directly back to home base. We could find out what that is. It'd take a little bit more time. That's great, but with that information, we can track it. Do we want to put some kind of tracking thing on it? I think that would be... I think that would work well. Okay. Yeah, it's... That's something we can do. I I could probably get that done, and then we could all get off the ship before it reestablishes systems and then heads back home. Perfect. Make it so. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Okay. So we'll fast forward through scenes that Canton and Kelvec can have conversations, but not the pilot. He cannot talk. Gotta get that SAG card. Yep. So she plugs it in. She says, we'll be able to track it from at least a few systems away. Uh, If it gets too far off, then we'll have trouble, but it should be fine. Actually, with our ship's systems. No, we can reroute it through the... Sh- we'll be fine. And she's... Is there anything else you want, Captain? It looks like things are starting to heat back up, and it's going to boot back up in a few minutes. I think... I think that's good. Um, oh, one question. I guess we have to leave our plot tour friend here, because if she's missing, that will alert them that something is amiss. Ooh. Vet has an idea. What if we switch? That's pretty clever. Yeah. Are are you suggesting 
whom would you suggest that we leave out? Well, me. The, okay, that's what I was thinking because you'd have to be able to communicate. Um, now, what about the the sounds that create this mind control effect? That's what I just realized after I suggested that I stay. That maybe it's not a good idea. We could give you earplugs. <laughs> or maybe the speaker we could have damaged. True. There's, yeah, there's still some way that I would have to, you know what it it does it's it's disconnected from QCOMs anyway, so it can't communicate. That's why it has the root system that it would just go back to the home planet anyway, so I guess it could reconfigure whatever. So it's not gonna mind control me. Well let's make sure all speakers on this craft are disabled just to be safe. Oh, that'll be fun. He grabs a knife and just starts stabbing speakers. <laughs> just all day long. You can get her help. If you're tracking this ship, I can do what I can once I get close. And on the trip there, I can learn as much about this ship as possible. That's brilliant. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Okay. So you guys can go, and then I will pretend to be her. Anything else? Well, best of luck, and we will see you on the other side. He will say thank you, and he will reach out his hand awkwardly and try to do a human handshake <laughs> to everybody. I give him a hug. Oh. <laughs> he'll be very thankful. He'll say, let everyone know in your ship that I really appreciate all the the time they took to show me about your people. Um, I hopefully we'll see them again. And hopefully this will be a successful mission. Totally not a going away, I'm going to die later speech. Mr. Bet, we are going to get you back. Yeah. And with that, you guys teleport back to the shuttle? Yep. And we... Okay, cool. Get back to the nebula before it is fully powered up. Thank you for listening to episode 57 of our continuing Star Trek Fate Adventures. If you like to hear other episodes, you can do that at burneverythinggaming.podbean.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbay, wherever you can find things. We would also love to get feedback from you. If you could message us at our Facebook or Twitter or email at burneverythinggaming at gmail.com. We'd love to hear back from you on the good things, bad things, whatever you're thinking, we'd like to know. If you'd like to help support us, make more content, better content, or help us decide what kind of games we're going to play, or even decide what our players are going to face you can do lots of different options at our patreon you can click the links for that whatever it is either way we hope you keep enjoying